Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. I'm Tom Scholey. I'm Uncle Warren. Man, before we dive into this underground classic, I want to remind everybody that we do have a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon now available. Three different levels on there that will get you access to videos early to beat the Kayfabe effect. And if you take the top King Kayfaber level, you could be watching this video live with us and adding to the conversation as we record. Also, Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make. Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, and The Plain Janes are my latest books. And coming soon, Street Angel Princess of Poverty. You can pre-order that one now from Image Comics wherever you get books. Ed Piscor's Red Room has two complete volumes and volume three available for pre-order. The first couple of issues will be coming out later this year. Here's a preview of Crypto Killer's cover number one, a variant of a sketch cover for all of you sickos out there. That should be wild and uh, uncomfortable for me to look at. <laughs> and a preview of Crypto Killer's number two. Whoops, there's my uh, little, a little glimpse of my variant cover. <laughs> I will be doing a round of variants for this as well. You can pick up Tom Scioli's I Am Stan, the graphic biography of the legendary Stan Lee, available now for pre-order, a perfect companion piece to his graphic biography of Jack Kirby. And you can follow Tom on his YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. But we are here today with a very special treat from our guest, Warren. <laughs> this is amazing to see, Warren. Gothic Blimp Works. This is yes. a legendary underground comic and one that... Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen in person before. Oh, okay. Well, actually, on exactly that point. So, you came to my house yes. with Jaime Hernandez. Okay. <laughs> name and drop. Yes. No, no, no. Uh, look. <laughs> and then, see, you pay the guy to do the name drop, so you don't do the name drop yourself. <laughs> and you look cooler. So, they, they both came to my house for a tour, and, and Ed was like, do you have gothic blimp So, I was like, of course I do. Okay. And I laid them out across the floor of my library, and I've got this great shot of Ed just sitting there gazing down you know he was like i can't believe i'm seeing these things okay yeah it's unbelievable you know we know the covers we know the art it's it's been uh recollected and all that but you only get the crumb contribution some of these other strips by key cartoonists yes. might not have even really hit a reprint uh ever right. or in 40 years. Right, 30 exactly. Years. And, and of course, these have not been reprinted as Gothic Blimp works. Impossible. Yeah. Right, exactly. Impossible. Like, just go ask a, go yeah, ask Gary Groth, the, 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 the toil mm. that went into uh, reprinting Zap. Yeah, and, and by the way, so here, you can see, here's Vaughn Baudet doing an ad to get people to subscribe. And here's um, one of his junk waffle, you know, this is all junk waffle stuff here. This is before Cheech Wizard. And, you know, here is Vaughn Baudet, and he was the one who basically pulled this all together. Yeah. And, you know, here it is, one of his things, reading Gothic Blimpworks. Yeah, presents the first monthly underground comic paper. That's right. Yeah. So, Unbelievable. So before this, and, and, there, uh, Robert Crumb did three issues of Yarrow Stocks, which would have been a tabloid joint, but yeah. they were solo. Yeah. And, then, and then Zap happens. So these begin right after a Zap or two is out on the stands right and i want to point out here that they also look back okay and so that they had a really good view of what went before them and this is harris and katie a double page spread out of the old life magazine okay and this is the road to hell and this is life's improper number so here's all the things you can do so you enter down here sunday sports horse racing cussing <laughs> cards drinking prize fighting smoking theaters, dancing, flirting. So these are all of the things that, that 
you know, it's the gateway, the, the so stepping great. stones. And you know something? I'm on that road. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Club Hell. This is some of the attractions you can find there. And and, and Katie was, I mean, he did a number of these double page spreads. It was a great um, Katie book put out by Beehive Press, Beehive Books, that people should get if they want to learn more about Harrison Katie. The drawing is phenomenal, and, I, and yes. you know, I encourage everybody as we go through this because we're going to go page by page through a couple of these issues. Uh, and you know, kind of an overview right now of the covers, but man, to pause and zoom in on some of the detail in it's this drawing is just phenomenal. And 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 this is why I say that people should, you know, I'm going to put a plug out there for my buddy Josh O'Neill's um, press, Beehive Books, did a phenomenal thing with Dennis Kitchen on Harrison Katie. You will not believe what what this guy was doing back in the early part of the 20th century. Yeah, there's a, a date down here of 1910, yes, and yes. it's so interesting to me. You're putting a book like this together, you know, and I guess Baudet was the was the yeah. editor, the guy behind yeah. it. But then pulling like from history to see like these other That's pieces right. that are complementary that would fit mm -hmm. in something like this. Yes. And how rich is that? Like now we just Google everything, right? Right. But in the in the late 60s, you're pulling out an artist from 60 years before from, that, and, right. and recontextualizing it to some extent and probably introducing him to an entire new generation of oh readers. absolutely yeah absolutely and, and that, that's also one of the nice things about this guys that that when they did put that in it's not there was no internet you had to go yeah, to the library yeah. okay Get a and physical so, media as, yeah as cartoonists like the the sort of crate digging part of our brains like that that's that's agnostic like everybody has that we did. There was that Kim Deitch cover. Yeah, I was going to say Kim Deitch is really cool to see because, like, a guy who's still active all these decades. Ab later. Absolutely, and doing great stuff. He, yeah. he. I have a soft spot for him because he was the first artist that I was able to identify just looking at his work when I was a kid. Because I had that comics by Les Daniels that I would take out at the library. Had some Sunshine Girl and stuff. And in the school library, he had uh, strips and like Nickelodeon magazine in like the eighties. And I'm like, this is that same guy who was drawing those naked penises. And but, and buttholes, yeah, right. and he's here, and it's like I knew something that the other kids didn't know. It was pretty cool. And, uh, I don't Gilbert Shelton. Oh, okay. Okay, it's Gilbert Shelton, and uh, who's one of my yeah, faves. From, yeah, he's he, he's one of my faves from that time because he he to me even to this day is the one of the few cartoonists that could make me laugh on a continual basis. And and people gotta respect uh, Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers by some of the historical stuff that I'm that I'm reading. Oh, it is more popular than than. Robert Crumb comics. Oh yeah, I'll, I, like, there's no question it's, about it's that. It's sold yeah. millions. Yeah, we should do a Freak Brothers thing. I'll come in because I've been buying those since like 1972. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and he was the only one that made me laugh, and even the, even the one to Warthogs, his whole history there. Yeah. About how he came along. So Gilbert Shelton has not gotten his props yet. I'm hoping Kayfabe will help solve that problem. Yeah, he'd be fun to uh, to dive a little deeper yeah. on for sure. Yeah, we did issue one of uh, Freak Bros. Uh, here don't is, recognize uh, that cartoonist on the back cover there. Uh, this is um, Mendez. I don't know who the first name is. That's kind of the fun thing about this is like you, you'll find people that you just don't know. This is cool for Robert Williams because we're looking yes. at pen and ink, but his paintings start to take on these exact compositions. Yes, exactly. That's very true. Wow, yeah. And you even see like all those little textures, like the, the bits of reflective surfaces that I think yeah, of sure. when I think of his work. Mm -hmm. And um, just the it's whole, all here. Yeah, all of it, the sex oh, and no, violence. This is the, and, and this is what his cartoon stuff looked like at the yeah, time. Sure. Yeah, here. Worth noting, well, uh, Mendes also gets look. a couple back covers too. Like yes. we had just looked at one yeah, uh, on the previous one. Beautiful issue. stuff, but I don't know anything about them. And here, look, all of this stuff is coming out of the television. Right, <laughs> of course. <Okay. laughs> and then here is the last issue. That Classic. Th that this cover was also used for the East Vill uh, co uh, copy of East Village Other. Got to see the original art for this thing at the uh, 
Carnegie Biennial when they did that right. that big piece on uh, Robert Crumb and uh, the East it, it was an East Village other yes. cover yes. because at the top it was real interesting paper it had a grid so it had a blank piece for this is my recollection to draw on and then the top masthead had like graph paper where Crumb could do the the lettering and it's it's that great East Village other logo that he did with the big juicy eyeball yeah. that's yeah. the top of this one and, awesome. and and by the way I'd love Crumb at the, well I love Crumb anyway people you know may or may not understand that but I loved what he was doing with this kind of stuff oh yeah okay this is I mean this is just such a that's like a great vacuum cleaner by that in a heartbeat. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and the satire is on point. Yes, as well. yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking of that, there's a statue now of this. <laughs> of course. Okay, <laughs> they made a statue. Yeah, that would be a... Was it a cover to one of these? Or uh, that, that shows yes. up on a comic book yeah, cover yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a cover to one of these. All right. So let's so do the first we... one or two. Yeah. yeah, let's let's do that. I'll put a couple under it just to pad this out as we open them and go. Yep. And uh, Newsprint's so delicate. Two. Well, and uh, this is one of the few where I feel like I should have those white gloves on. <laughs> well, you know, what good is this stuff if you can't look at it? Absolutely. Okay. You know, so I'm very, very happy to get this on Cartoon Escape. And, and, you know, Warren, I thank you for bringing this too because it's something that I don't know where else you're going to see it. Exactly. Like, that's one of the exciting like, things from time to time when we get a piece like this that really is a record of comics history that yeah. you might not see this anywhere else. That's right. a great thing when you come through, man. We get to have a different kind of comics conversation, and Jimmy and I get to play Paddle One and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and learn a couple of things. Absolutely. Well, and, and by the way, our, our, our perspectives are so different because I, I am into the story and the history and the context and you got and, and a little bit of the art don't get me wrong I yeah. love that shit but you guys are the expert in that thing so that's that's why I love doing the great this. Jay, Jay Lynchman he helped yeah. give me my start you know I started working with him and uh, Harvey Picard in tandem got got my uh, got calls from them in the same week and uh, quit my job and started making comics Boy, that's an unbelievable week great week yeah. <laughs> Uh, worth noting, copyright 1969, so there was a lot of energy around Underground yes. Comics mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. Um, brilliant to, like, let's harness that energy into yeah. a project like this. Right, and, and I want to point something out, more meaningless trivia, okay? So Von Baudet, if you notice here, there's a copy of uh, Fallaxy magazine. Well, Von Baudet made most of his money in the 60s doing work for the science fiction magazines of the day, including Galaxy. Okay. Okay. Fantasy and Science Fiction, Galaxy, there were a couple other tab, um, uh, digests that were around at that time. He did stuff in Cavalier, the men's magazine. Right. Um, so he was very much in the commercial side of things. And so this is a, basically an homage to his science fiction work, which he did a lot of. Yeah, and it, it was a different style. Different style, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of neat. It's almost the origin of uh, moving into this underground space for cartoonists. Yes. And keep, keep those pages flipping, man. I, I want to see this thing. And here we go. Oh, look, it's the premiere of Cheech Wizard and early Cheech. Is this the first one? No, I don't think I so. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, Cheech Wizard, uh, especially when he got into his National Lampoon yeah, period, yeah. the Cheech Wizards, they just, they were, they're not politically correct anymore, okay? <laughs> they really aren't, but they were phenomenal. Oh, here's more Mickey Mouse. You know, it's funny, like, his other characters prior to Cheech Wizard were, like, so complicated Joel and well-designed. And then it's like, you come up with something that's dirt simple. Yes. And, of right. course, that becomes your, your big hit. Beautiful double-page spread by uh, Kim Deitch. Heck of a cartoonist. What a oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, his, his stuff is just brilliant. All the way up until his latest graphic novels. It's unbelievable what that guy's done. And this looks like George Metzger. 
One of the first graphic novelists. Yes. In fact, his book said graphic novel on it, but nice. like three or four years before Contract with God. Check out that video that we did with Uncle right. Warren. But so, well, I, I want to stop because he's not given his due. Okay. It's true. Metzger is not given his due. One, he, he was a great writer, but look at the drawing. Mm -hmm. uh, and this of, is of raw. This is raw. Like he grows and 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 develops even further craft than this. That's like really sublime, really primo stuff. It's yeah. cool too to see him playing with formal elements of comics because I feel like this is kind of stuff that's still done today. And we'll be like, oh look, it's a formalist, you know, doing yeah, this right, stuff. Exactly. But like, remember, this has been done for for fifty, sixty years, where where some of these right. cartoonists would get in there and really play with the nuts and bolts of the comic and, strip. And when it came to the, um, as I, as we said, my Corbin. Uh, video that we did. I love the science fiction stuff and Metzger did a lot of that and so uh, like I said I wanted to point him out he's not given his due he was great. I wonder if part of him not getting his due is because he is doing science fiction work well, and yeah. you know at a time whenever I think you're right. Uh, well, Underground's look, definitely dominated by other other ideas. We look at you know Von, von Baudet, uh, Richard Corbin, there are people who have that precedent Yeah. and who we know. And here's uh, early Spain Rodriguez. And you can see it's early, you know, this is, he's he's still feeling his way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's some of my favorite stuff with him, really. Yeah, I always admired this stuff because it has, like, almost multiple styles mashing yeah. up together. Such right. an iconic lettering style for his titles. Unmistakable Spain. And, right. and that's, to me, that's a hallmark of a great cartoonist. Is it feel like even your lettering is unique to you? Yeah. He was also a guy, like, when I start looking outside of Marvel and DC, he made sense to me because he would have some of these references to right. almost like a genre style yeah. that, that I could understand and get into. And then the man himself. <laughs> Just out of his mind. <laughs> right, right. And, and you know what? Also, like, you know, he talked about it. Like, he just took on all work. Uh, you know, post-depression era kid, making a little scratch. Who knows how long this gravy train is going to roll. So, like, this is, in terms of subject matters, nothing. But they wanted two pages of crumb to sell the thing. He's helping out his homies, you know? Like, yeah, they're sure. already established crumb fans. Yeah, just drawing probably every waking moment, and then it's like, well, here's the latest thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, how many pages do you guys want? Exactly. And, and this this is so fun, too, because uh, there was that one symposium that uh, I think it was Hillary Shute did in uh, in Chicago, brought all the un all the uh, independent cartoonists down there. Brought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Crumb is on stage with uh, Gary Panter, and Panter's talking about how he loved the off-registration <laughs> of uh, Jimbo, <laughs> and Crumb is like, what are you fucking saying? Like, we, we tried so hard to get the separation perfect, and like look at how off register because yeah. yeah, sure. you yeah. know the yeah. dude running probably the hand cranked offset press <laughs> yeah uh for undergrounds what kind of fucking quaaludes and shit that dude must have been on well yeah and and look at i mean this is off by a good quarter of an inch. Yeah. 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 not since the golden age have i seen <laughs> yeah. a comic this off register or every charlton comic <laughs> yeah well now, now of course it could be pop art Okay, yeah, I mean, it's super appropriate. Yeah, right? I mean, that, isn't that what Mr. Brainwash says? Man, what you can't fix, you feature you, and you, put an extra price tag you on You got it. yank it and crank it. Like, <laughs> do you really want it, like, perfectly precise? <laughs> it is, because, you know, the, the, the next sort of off-register kind of art like this, Alva Likatuka, would be like Bazooka Joe. Yeah, sure. And it would be that kind of simple approach. More Spain, I guess? Yep, yeah, it's more Spain there. Yeah, I mean, this stuff is almost like a child of Kirby. You know, you yeah, look at this, no. and if this were published today, you could imagine this coming out as a graphic novel today, this style exactly. Oh, totally. Man, we know people who draw that way. Here's Mr. Spiegelman. Wow. Okay, so this is early Art Spiegelman right here. Look at the rigor in this stuff, too. Like, we talk about yeah. lettering and it, everything. It's so fun because I don't even think this is in breakdowns. Yeah. So yeah, there are Spiegelman strips out there that we just don't know about. And, and look, oh, no, you know what? Whoever owned this, like, was filling in the, <laughs> the gaps. I was like, oh, how did he do that? But no, that's... That's so funny, man. Just following the orders. Yeah. <laughs> Get funny with your pencils. 
This is that guy. John, John Thompson. Thompson. Hmm. Uh, I think in um, the Drew Friedman book, there was that like weird, like he was that cartoonist that is kind of, uh, all the other undergrounds were like, oh, that's a little bit fucked huh. up. I could be wrong, but... I was thinking it was that, there's that one underground comic that's just like the symbols, like, uh, it has a character that looks yeah, like this exactly. right on the cover. That might be him. I love this, though. I love all the pattern stuff. And, and like, what drug sits you down to do that? Because that, that's not a guy who's like, give me some, give me some more speed. Yeah, yeah no, right. this is a person sitting there doing the outlines of the little white circles did and they, then filling in did, all the black. Did they have... Adderall in uh, 1969. <laughs> they, they yeah, that's truck, trucker speed. Well, and and there the, are you familiar with Fred Schreier and Dave Sheridan's work? Because yeah. they they were also very detailed. Oh yeah, Jay okay. Lynch will grow into that also. And and it's I mean these guys. I mean look at this. This this is somebody who's exploring chemical endeavors. Yeah, I think so. I love these uh, the Cyclops. Oh, there's a lot of like third eye fucking and, and Illuminati. When, well, and and when you talked to like I had conversation a conversation with Bill Griffith. Um, there was an exhibit up in um, up at the Whitney about psychedelia, and they went through all the different things. But yet you went through that whole exhibit. They never once mentioned LSD. And I was talking with with Bill on the phone, and he was like, "Well, um, that's what we were trying to go for." Okay, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was very upfront. Yeah. Isn't Gothic Blimp fun, gang? Be the first head on your block to generate your loved ones monthly. Love the lettering, man. And it's cool seeing him play with that kind of stuff. I mean, you see how he could stand out because, you know, like everybody else, the comics they're coming from is the Walt Kellys and the Carl Barkses. But like Richard Corbin and Von Day, they were not shy about their love of, you know, the profane yeah, sci-fi, whatever. Yeah, right, right. And yeah, it's a poster. And, and and also, you know, just these in-house ads would be great, you know, just, sure. to, just to go ahead and go through all those. Yeah, hand-done coupons and stuff. Is is Reb Lynch a real person? Is that a... Uh, a that isn't Jay Lynch. This I don't know who did this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who did this at all. From the archives of Roger Brand. It's Roger Brand, oh, probably. Gotcha, Larry Todd. Larry Todd, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there great. are those dudes that, that like, you know, oh, dude, almost doing like a, it's not Walter Keene, we found out, but it's a, right? The, yeah, but the, also, his old lady. And, and, you know, you look at the layouts of the pages, you know, look at this stuff kind of going across this way and kind of disturbing, you know, coming up from here. The amount of text in that page. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it requires decoding uh, more than reading. You don't really read these kinds of underground comics. Oh, man, S. Clay Wilson getting yep. in there. The Checkered Demon. Love his stuff. Somewhat yeah. restrained when I think of S. Clay Wilson. Like, he's yeah. not quite on that, like... Cutting dicks off and frying right, them up and, and stuff. super fine lines of just never-ending number of lines and everything. Yeah. This is beautiful. I like this a lot. Yeah, I don't know who... And this would probably have been, you know, a Von Bode decision of, like, who gets the color signatures and mm -hmm. things. Huh. Really playing with the, the way they're, they're putting color on, you know, without, like, holding lines and things. Right. Great issue. Amazing. So, let's do one more. Yeah, let's do that. Issue number... Like the colors. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's processed red ink. You know, that's, that's the ink that it will be at the front of our mangas. Yeah, here, contributing editors, Crum, Deitch, Spain, Rodriguez, couple art directors, publisher of Capitalist Exploiter. <laughs> <laughs>
Now this is from the archives. This is older than yeah, this even, is older, even, right? Yes. And you can see yeah, 1967. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I have this. We did a we did a Cheech Wizard video, and it has this in uh, Cheech Wizard yeah. one. Here we go. Roger Brand. Yep. Lick, lick the boss's ass, which is what people are. You know, Gunner they don't Brown want to news. do it. Gone to brown news. Great lettering. Yeah, here's Metzger again. This is cool, man. Really like this. No, he, he was, you know, just look at his lettering mm -hmm. up there. I mean, like I said, Metzger, not enough said about him. Love his stuff. Another great example. Another, another great double page spread. It's hard to imagine some of this stuff published at a smaller size yes. right. like when you're collecting yes. it. This is a classic strip. This is uh, reprinted in comics by Les Daniels. And was like one of those strips that put Jay Lynch onto my radar as like somebody to kind of reach out to. Also, these things, man, are yes. Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck are those? I, I see those. My 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 aunt has those. <laughs> they're, it, they're. I'm sorry. They were really weird. I did not like. They're them. A, <laughs> they, they are that kitsch pop culture that like the Bill Griffith era. Like all those guys would kind of draw the. Yeah, these I feel like fucks. I've seen these in, in like alternative comics. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clouds would draw those things. This is fun too. You know, playing with like. You've got a giant page like Tom mentioned, and now we're like putting strips within that, yeah, really sure. playing with that whole tabloid canvas. Well, and this is why I like comics on newsprint because you you know you're starting at tabloid size, mm -hmm. and you know how do you then utilize that? Yeah. Mark Arginot, uh not a name I recognize. No. From got it. Got it. Got to go see see the big book and see if Drew Friedman painted him. Yeah, yeah. it's neat to see these guys who maybe this is it. They just dipped in and out. You know, they, they brushed up with somebody and, and were lucky to get some, some space. Gee, I wonder who did Tales from the Land of Genitalia. I wonder which creator did this. Giant strip, man. Like, like unforgettable, man. But then, like, the stuff that I always gravitated yes. toward is just the consideration of lighting. This panel right here. The okay. textures. Yeah. Like, soft edges on the TV. This ain't easy to draw. Right. But he makes it, you know, look achievable and I, I love the guy looking out there that is no guy that is the snowed from that's Sheboygan. Right. that's right that's right i love the furniture the the same curve on the furniture here little doily like it all yeah. feels accurate that looked like this yeah, yeah early g3s oh what is this oh it's spiegelman okay wow giving him the center spread treatment promising young talent. And delivering. Yeah, right. I love all these textures that he's putting in here. You know, what's interesting, at 1969, uh, that's potentially also the early wit's end, and, and uh, Spiegelman would be a contributor to that. Uh, at this point, he, if he's a contributor to wit's end, he might also have his tops career yeah, is, yeah. is uh, in effect right at this moment also. And, and by the way, Little Nemo. Oh, of course. Okay. This, this down here is Little Nemo. Yeah, of course. But it, you know, it's rough drawing. Kim Deitch. Yep. And who is this? Lowenstein or something? I can't really read that. Yeah, I don't recognize that name either. Nice page layout, though. There's yeah. a, there's Von Bode bits to it. Yeah. It's probably a Von Bode homie. Look at this kind of drawing where like you're taking on no no ears or eyes or mouth, but but just like the yeah, indications. Sure. The the space is right. To keep enthused uh, while I'm working on some stuff, I've been going through like '90s MTV animations and rewatching oh, Li Li Liquid yeah. Television. Yeah, yeah. And an anthology like this, where you have a, like a big number of styles involved, it's just making me think about that. Where like when you turn the page, you just don't know what you're going to get. That's kind of the fun of it. 
Yeah, it definitely feels like some of these guys are like playing. That. That's wow. amazing. That looks yeah. like fanzine shit. Kaluta. You know? MW yeah. Kaluta. Okay. That makes so much sense. Wild. That makes so much sense. Does it? Oh, yeah, totally. First off, he's affiliated with these cats. He would show up in these kind of joints. We might see a Jeff Jones in a page or two. Right. And reproducing pencils to, it, it might early have, on. It might have been a, a submission to, you know, DC or something, and it's like, let's use it somewhere else. Or it could have been for a fanzine or, you know, at that time. Exactly. You totally. Know. You can almost picture it in heavy metal, too. This guy's committing suicide, but it's metal plates like he's some kind of android. That he's, yeah. You know, the sci-fi elements in some of these underground comics are uh, very welcome from, from, from my point of view. And here's a very formal S. Clay Wilson. With that 12-panel grid. Yeah. I think about that 12-panel grid a lot lately. <laughs> now, now another decoding strip. Yeah, another Larry Todd. Yeah, that would just turn into black if you like printed it at a normal size. Very true. Yeah, the original might look quite a bit different too. A lot of dot gain on this newsprint. Yeah, Spain Rodriguez. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Although it's it's interesting. <laughs> There's this big, uh -huh. big area down here. Oh my goodness, this is going to be Simon. Trina. Simon Deej. Is this, is this Trina? It looks like Trina. Oh, yeah, there's her signature. Yes. So, you know, if you think about it, a woman in the middle of this when it was, when it, you know, all of comics was a man's world. Yeah, Kim Deitch was like hooked up with her at this moment. I know they got a kid. Boy, that's great lettering too. Yeah. Really like no, that. She was, she was actually really good, so... So, uh, Warren, you'll bring two more issues yeah. uh, ne next time you roll through? That's right. We'll bring what two more. Okay. I'm glad everybody liked it. It's, you don't get a chance to see it. And the cool thing is, man, with that 1080p or whatever, you could uh, pause, pause the video, <laughs> read a strip. <laughs> this is that Thompson that was in the first issue. Yeah, that, that psychedelic shit. Yeah, you can yeah. see all those patterns and everything, our Cyclops. Is that wow. Ginsburg? Yeah, this is, um, so it's an ad. So they actually okay. had some advertising later on. This is issue two over here. It's probably that capitalist exploiter in the front. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes, yes, I'm just like you guys. Fantastic, Warren. Thanks so much. Yeah, man, let's do some more in the future. We uh, will do that. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Uh, we have a Patreon here at Cartoonist Kayfabe, and our biggest supporters get all the videos before anybody else mitigates the kayfabe effect uh there may or may not be some kayfabe effect on this man you can find these things on ebay but they're going to be about 150 dollars a piece and number eight is very difficult to find yeah man uh but uh the videos are also brought to you by the books that we make and uh big 2023 for uh the cartoonist kayfabe uh kings this year man uh, there's gonna be a hip-hop family tree omnibus coming out uh in time for Christmas, man. We're collecting all the four volumes of uh, Hip Hop Family Tree. There's going to be about 125 pages of extras in there. We're uh, now soliciting the next two issues of uh, Red Room, Crypto Killers. Uh, your shop can put in that order for you, reserve your copies. Two trade paperbacks are out there uh, of that. There are four trade paperbacks of uh, Hip Hop Family Tree, three of X-Men Grand Design, and you might find the occasional WYSIWYG out there. Jimmy, what do you have? My next book, Street Angel, Princess of Poverty from Image Comics is available now for pre-order. It'll be out in May and it collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl Alive 
and that includes comics from 2003 till about 2016. So complete your Street Angel collection with that one. You can also pick up Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, and The Plain Janes now all available in print. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see lots more of my comics and art and you can download out of print zines and mini comics. Tom, tell the people what you have, man. You can pre-order I Am Stan, a graphic biography of the legendary Stan Lee. You can also pre-order the softcover edition of Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. And you can watch me on my YouTube channel uh, where I recently did an animated version of Alan Moore's Twilight of the Superheroes pitch. And uh, check out my Patreon. Go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey. Warren, you'll come back in the in the summer. I'll be back in the summer. You have yes. some, something to pin then, and you bring a couple of gothic blueboards. Oh yeah, with absolutely. You? Jimmy, what else do we have? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe T-shirts, merchandise, mugs, stickers, hats, lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. Given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Read more comics.